Good morning, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Talks with Tanil Healing and Wholeness. I just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in again with me on this right now. It is like really beautiful outside here in Dallas, uh, Texas. Um, it's in the 50s and 60s right about now and I just love this weather you guys I'm originally from Chicago so this is just like beautiful to me so I'm really just like sitting here with my coffee and just excited and um, elated to share um, with you all on this morning so if you will just kind of just sit back relax and join me um, this morning as we just talk you know, um, so we already know that this podcast, we have episodes every week um, <clears throat> that assist through the healing and wholeness process. And we know that these um, episodes can be found on Apple, Google and Spotify podcast platforms. So once again, I just want to thank each and every one of you for your reviews, for your comments, for your emails, text messages, or what have you. Um, just, just really, truly grateful for your support. <clears throat> but um, let's just go ahead and move a little, move further. Um, let's go ahead and pray. Uh, we just want to go before the Father really quick, and then we'll dig right in. So, Father, once again, we just want to thank you for being who you are. We thank you for being Abba. We thank you. Father, that you are holy and magnificent and creator of all things. Oh, God, we reverence you. We honor you today. We thank you for waking us up this morning and sending us out into the world to fulfill your purpose. Oh, God, I thank you personally for allowing me to be a voice to bring forth healing and wholeness to those listening. God, now <clears throat> I will decrease so you can increase. I come against all distractions and hindrances that come to destroy what you have for me to impart today to your people. Thank you for every will and vessel, every person underneath the sound of my voice that shall be renewed. And we welcome you to become each and every one of our safe places, as well as our other relationships. In Jesus name, amen. So let's go ahead and just dig in here. So last week we talked about forgiveness and how forgiving others is really for us and not for the other individual. And I pray that it really helped uh, everyone just really just think about what you were still holding on to and not forgiving um, others in different situations. So, uh, but today let's talk about the safe places, the number one safe place we want to talk about first is our safe place with Jesus. And then we'll go into our uh, other relationships, our covenant relationships. Amen. So uh, first, let's define what a safe place is. So a safe place provides a physical and emotional environment for a person or group of people where one can freely express themselves without fear of prejudice and negative judgment. This is a place where you can take your cares, your issues, burdens that are weighing you down, and talk, converse, 
And this is like a release or a venting, so to speak, about different things that you're dealing with in life, about um, decisions that you've made that really were not of God, that you just followed your own will and just different things that you're just not so pleased about or just having a hard time dealing with. So really a safe place is a secret place. In this place, there has to be confidentiality. You know, we can't go sharing what other people have shared with us in private. Now that should be some real conviction that comes to everybody, you know, it came to me. Even there, think about, have I shared some information about somebody that they really, they didn't even have to say was confidential, but you knew it was confidential because people may come to you and say, I really need to talk to somebody. So that's a, that's a, a light should go off and just say, okay, this is something serious. This is confidential. I'm not going to share. But even so, we should be willing to just not talk about things that other people share with us in those times of of conversation. Then we have a no judgment zone too. So um, there should be a no judgment zone in these relationships when sharing, when sharing personal and intimate information, there should not be a frowning up or um, any type of backlash to make that person or individual feel small because that can really hinder the relationship. So being a safe place, being a secret place, it made me think about, um, so I was just thinking about Psalm 91. So he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And what I kept going back to was shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Abide, dwell, shall stay there, shall sit there, shall live there under the shadow, under the protection. So another part of a safe place is protection from harm or danger, a level of security. And we know that Jesus provides that, right? So I also thought about the Lord um, and the scripture came to me like um, Psalm 1810. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. So this means that Jesus is a mighty fortress. This is how I viewed it. A mighty fortress. So you think of a strong tower. It's tall. It's big. It's unmovable. It can't be shaken. So a mighty fortress doesn't move. It's a place where them that believe can run into him. So you think about running, you run, you're moving at a fast pace, right? So this scripture is just telling us that we should quickly enter into his presence to come in contact with him immediately when we're facing trouble and adversity. And that we don't do that a lot of times. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But he is he is there. He covers us like a shield. And that is where we find our safety and our protection. And so safety and protection, it led me to uh, think about Noah. You think about Noah and see, 
God made a covenant. So he made a covenant relationship with Noah. And so just think about it. This is just one of the relationships, the covenants that God made in the Bible. Noah, the covenant that God made with Noah was to preserve the human race. So to preserve means to protect. So covenants are designed to protect. God set covenants into place so we could protect one another. So let's move on. Uh, uh, within a safe place, it's a place of comfort. So we already know who the comforter is, and that's the Holy Spirit. But the comfort, comf comfort, comforter to guide. It's an advocate, a helper who consoles, strengthens, and encourages. It calms fear and com comforts people by the means of the truth being revealed through his word. So the word of God is necessary too in these safe places. So think about it. So the safe place is the Lord. We are safe when we know who he is. And him is where we find peace. That surpasses all understanding. The peace that only can be found in Jesus Christ. So we have to trust and believe that we are truly safe in his arms. And we must rest in that certainty of his control over our lives that exemplifies our true faith and trust in him. But let's think about this for a second. So where do we miss it? We miss it when we think that peace and safety comes from riches and material things. And we even, at the same time, no thing or human can or will ever be a true place of peace and safety like the Lord. This covenant has no comparison. But we also need additional safe places like covenant relationships. Like with our mothers and fathers, our spouses brothers and sisters, like family, friends, you know, you have your church members, you have your business partners or whatever. These are covenant relationships that we share some of our most intimate, private and sacred information about ourselves. So let's kind of think about what a covenant relationship is. So dictionary uh, Webster says that it's a binding agreement through which <clears throat> Excuse me. Both parties have certain responsibilities and could expect certain benefits. God created us to have relationships from the very beginning. So just think about how he created male and female. He told us to be fruitful and multiply. So there was purpose behind this connection. So there's purpose behind every covenant, every relationship that we have, especially the covenant relationships. So they, male and female, Adam and Eve, they were commanded to fill the earth and subdue it. So that's the same thing applies for us in our relationships. So we have these relationships that we need throughout our life, throughout our journey to conquer. So, and this bond is so necessary, but there are only a selective few that should be allowed into this private space. Everybody can't be in that space. Everybody can't fit or have the capacity. It is not one-sided, this relationship. It's a mutual relationship. There shouldn't be one 
taking all the time and not giving. Even though there may be times where one may give more than the other, but there should be balance. There shouldn't be any tearing down, no disrespect, control, or even an unwillingness to understand that there are other people that are in other people's lives. When you try to hold on to someone and not allow them to venture out or even understand that they have other relationships, this becomes a problem. Jesus said in John 15, 13, that greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. So basically what it's saying is, you know, you don't have you really don't have to lay down your life for me. It's really exemplifying or it's expressing how the importance that you exhibit exhibit that amount of godly love towards your friends. That's what a covenant relationship would be. That's what a covenant friendship is. That's what a covenant business relationship is. So one way we create this bond, we gotta be honest. I said, uh, what's the saying? Honesty is the best policy, I believe. Yeah. So, okay, being honest means providing truth, giving truth, speaking the truth, not lying to one another, telling what needs to be said versus what one wants to hear. Opening up and asking questions increases that bond. You know, and if there is dishonesty, you know, it will come it will manifest at some point for for whatever you know whatever comes out of the uh, mouth comes from the heart and this is what defiles and dishonors the man so if one's heart is filled with hatred one will speak hate if one's heart is filled with jealousy one will speak degrading and devaluing words about you and your accomplishments so hear me, I understand this and I know this also well. Been there. These are usually not instances that happen out of nowhere. Somewhere at some point we miss something. We miss some vital conversations and words that if we had really just paid attention sooner, we could have been more proactive and taken some preventive measures. But instead, over a course of time, I honestly let those things just pile up because I desire to have a bond and a friendship. Who all knows that that's what rejection and abandonment will do to you. You'll allow things to occur and sometimes not even realizing it because you're so focused and you're so happy to have a friend or someone there in your corner. But even so, it was needed. All of that is needed regardless of the outcome. Regardless of the process, it's part of the journey. So we got on, um, we talked about being honest. So this is where each party becomes a safe place for one another when you're honest. And then you become a place of refuge. So David and Jonathan were um, like so close. They protected one another, you know. They warned each other of danger. They were like watchmen on the wall for each other. So they guarded and even prayed, you know, and intercepted the plans of the enemy. You know, it was sealed by God. You know, that relationship, that godly relationship 
when God places you with people for such a time to um, God knows what's ahead of our lives. So he places people in position to be there for us, to assist us, to be a midwife, to be even just a shoulder to cry on or to be that person that we go to for godly advice and godly wisdom. We have to stop going to people that are not steering us in the right direction. We have to stop going to people who are steering us away from godly wisdom. They're telling us, girl, go ahead. You can date him. He all right. But for me, I need someone that has a relationship with the Lord. I need someone who... Okay, I, I, I get there's potential there, but I need someone who already has fruit from their potential. And that's just my preference. And I'm just speaking in terms of me. But anyway, loving one another genuinely and wanting nothing but the best for one another. Not just by spoken words, but also revealed in their actions. Sometimes we have encounters with people as no relationship is perfect. And there will be trials, tribulations, bumps in the road, and even sometimes where we have to go our separate ways. But when it's time to come together, when it's time, you will pick back up where you left off as if there was nothing in between, no time in between. These types of relationships can withstand the time and distance. And if both parties are mature enough, and let me say this, healed enough to understand that this is a growth process, that this is necessary, that no one can take their place, then this is a great relationship. This is going in a great direction. So I've seen relationships fade because of the unwillingness to accept one's growth afraid of being left behind and some were just truthfully just wearing a mask the whole time. Whether trying to always have a nonchalant attitude or like nothing phases them or they truthfully just don't care at all. So I encourage to pray not just for the covenant relationship to come, but throughout the entire relationship. Pray together and in your own time, when you see your friend is broken, sometimes a talk is all that's needed. Prayer will always be needed. But when the talk doesn't seem to shed any light on the situation, when the talk doesn't change anything, then you know that this is where you have to just pray and do what God is telling you to do. Because the Father hears. He knows all things. And when you pray, please believe that he will answer. And sometimes we may not like the results. So God should be the place of being our strongest covenant relationship, our strongest safe place. That's with him. So ask yourself, have I allowed God to be that first place, that safe place? Or have I replaced him with my other covenant relationships? 
Do I go to them more than I go to him? Better yet, here we go. Do I run to my phone to call them instead of running into his presence? Let that marinate for a bit. And we're going to close out right here until our next conversation. And like I said earlier, I do believe I may pick this back up about relationships a little bit. This may go a little bit longer, this portion of safe places. So let's go ahead and let's pray and close out. Father God, we just thank you for being who you are to us. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for what you revealed in this topic today, Father. We thank you that you have revealed to us during this time that we are gaining the wisdom and knowledge regarding you being our first safe place. Our priority is with you, Father. We won't be rebellious and fight against it. We repent, Lord, and we submit to your plans. We trust you with all our hearts and lean not unto our own understanding. We tear down the walls and barriers that keep us trapped and provide no entry for you to show yourself strong, to show yourself mighty. And we welcome you into that place right now. We welcome you into that place of greater intimacy. We welcome you as our comforter and as our protector. And Father, we thank you for you are a limitless God. And we can never have too much of you, O Lord. So we thank you as you increase our capacity to receive you. You increase our capacity to receive new relationships. You increase our capacity to receive even those that are still with us right now, Father. We thank you right now for opening our eyes to the wiles of the enemy, that we will no longer be deceived, but walk in power and authority to speak to the darkness, and it has no choice but to flee from us. We thank you for showing us areas where self-sabotage causes us to lose our safe places with others, God. Prepare us for hard conversations, oh God, and even the shifts that will and are taking place in our covenant relationships. We release Release the old and Lord, we welcome the new. We thank you for the proper alignment in our lives as it shall come forth. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that this episode blessed you and that every seed that was planted be watered. So you guys just have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Talk soon.